0: Welcome to the Self Subscribed Podcast. Welcome back, my friends. It has been absolutely A minute since I have recorded an episode. Um, My life has been super crazy. (laughs) It's been, it's been, um, it's been different. It's been really different. So, for those of you who are new, welcome. Um, I'm Amy. I am the host of Self Subscribed. And As always, I will tell you that I'm not a professional and I'm not someone who's out to give you good advice. I'm here to share the things that have happened to me. And if you can resonate with any of that and you feel it tugging at your heartstrings and you can learn from it, great. But I'm just here to share my life and my stories. And I do hope That the things that I say help people because that's why I do what I do. Um, In the beginning, I started because this is a great outlet for me. In addition to my writing, uh, I love to talk. Um, My dream job would be giving like TED Talks and... Talking to thousands of people from a stage and having the most amazing pair of heels on would be, be, that's my dream. That's it. That's my goal. But normally I record an episode every week and it has been an embarrassingly long amount of time. Um, Well, for starters, I lost my voice for several weeks. Um, and I still feel kind of sick. I don't know if it's allergies. I don't think I was sick, sick. Um, somebody told me that your body changes like every seven years and I don't know how scientifically factual that is. Um, but your body changes every seven years and things that you were not allergic to maybe you are allergic to now vice versa so i'm thinking maybe i had some seasonal allergies and was stuffy anyway it was too bad to record um and then my personal life which was super chaotic and I don't even know how to describe it in a nutshell without getting too personal. Um, But love is a tricky thing. Let me tell you what. It is tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, Maybe we'll talk about that later. That will be fun to kind of dive into at a later date. But I wanted to do um, a book review on a book that I had started reading, but I didn't finish it. And so I can't review it for you, but I will tell you what it's called is called finding your own North star. And it's by Martha Beck. And so far it has been extremely inspirational to me, um, because it's finding your true self, you know, and she talks about how explorers depended on the North star when there was no other landmarks in sight. And so we all have this North star and this one thing that pulls us into the right direction. And it's just to fulfill your potential, right? You, we all have this untapped potential. Maybe we are unaware of it. Um, but when you are fulfilling your potential and you feel like you have a purpose you are living your life more joyfully and I think that for everyone um, joy is a priority it should be in your life you should be happy we should all strive for happiness but one of the exercises that she talks about in the book is kind of writing down your life story. And I went a little step further and thought, you know, if I was going to write down my life story, why, why would I do that? Or who would my audience be? And so I wrote not my life story down. Um, I, I didn't actually even start that, but what I did put down was that if I was going to talk about myself, I would set it, up as though I was giving a speech telling my own history not leaving out any of the details not selling myself short if this was going to be my one and only performance and I had to give all the information how would I do it and I think that's a really good exercise because there's so many details that we forget about our own lives You know, we always joke around and say like, oh, I can't tell you what I ate for lunch, but I can tell you what happened 10 years ago. And there will be a point that you won't remember what you did 10 years ago. A lot of people like to journal um, and keep track of their day to day. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I absolutely do not do that. um, But I wish that I did. I aspire to be that person because I think that it helps you reflect and look back and we forget so many things that we do and we forget all the good things. So easily we get wrapped up into the things that are negative and the things that are bad. You know, if there's one bad thing going on in our lives and 20 good things, we're always going to focus on that one bad thing. And we think about it like, oh, this is the worst it could get. This is terrible. This one bad thing in my life. And we're overlooking these 20 great things. Now, the 20 great things may not be you've got a promotion or you've won the lottery or, you know, X, Y, Z of things that we would consider top of the great list, but you know, maybe you made your house payment that month easily. The sun is shining. You met somebody new. Your kids were really great. This you know, think think of things that are like positive to you. What are things that stand out? I had a great day at work. Somebody told me they appreciated the work I did. Somehow I stood out, and that to me is brings me joy. So that's a great thing. I'm gonna dwell on the things that are positive and not think of the one thing that's bad. Because when you do, it overtakes your mind and then all your thoughts turn negative. If one bad thing happens, your mind loves to spiral. What else could happen? How could this get worse? Who else will be involved? We can't always be worrying about tomorrow because it hasn't happened yet. We can't worry about the past because there's no changing it. I can't worry about the present because I'm living it. And I'm not going to waste the moments of my life worrying and being upset and ignoring the 20 good things around me because life's too short, right? I don't want people to say, well, you know that Amy, she's always talking about something that's depressing or whatever, and she steals my energy. And No. I think when you have interactions with people, There's always an exchange of energy, right? That's a relationship. I've talked about that before. A relationship is an exchanging of energies with every person that you encounter. And when you leave them, you either feel rejuvenated and you feel charged up and you feel excited and powered and ready, or you feel drained and they suck the energy from you without giving anything back. And I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the drainer. I don't want to be the person that's got something negative to say. I want to be that positive light in somebody's life who's always there for them. That's what I want to be. And every single person that we encounter, I truly believe is there for a reason. It could be just passing by and you share a moment with a person or you connect with them deeply and you share years. But every person means something to you and every person brings or takes energy and value in your life. And so when they say, surround yourself with people of positive influence, that's why. Because it's the moment that you're living in. It's the memories that you make. The people that you hang out with absolutely influence you. And if you say, oh, I'm my own person and nobody influences me and I'm the one who's the influencer, you're so wrong. Everyone has an impact on you in some way. And if you're not hanging out with people who are positive and making you feel charged up, they have some soul searching to do. Those are not the people that you should be hanging out with. And when people start to reject them, and I mean that in the most kindest and loving way, they'll realize that they're kind of a drain. I feel like I was a drain at one point in my life. Like I had so much just negativity surrounding me that it was hard for me to see those good things. And it was hard for me to feel like good things could even happen to me because there was so much negative. And when I truly look back and I truly think about what was going on in my life, there was still a lot of good. There was a lot of good. I was able to take care of myself and my kids by myself. I mean, that was huge for me. Absolutely huge. There were so many things that, I mean, honestly, I, I was very blessed and very lucky and I chose to not see those things. And now at least I know the thing is that the story is never just about me and the story is never just about You. It's about this network of people who are connecting, passing each other on the streets, staying for years. It's about those memories and those moments. It was never about just me, it was about all of us and the way that we all connect with each other and the way that we are able to network with each other and build each other up or break each other down. No one is ever alone. And we love to think of ourselves as this main character in our story because we always think of ourselves first. But the things that you do, the actions that you take impact so many people around you. One thing that I did learn a couple weeks ago was that when you consider someone else, you think about how they would feel in the decisions that you make shows how much you care about them. Considering someone else is caring about them. And that, it's one of those you know, right? You, you know that. But you have to think about it consciously to understand it. And until it happened to me, I had never really thought about it. You assume, right? You just assume people care. You assume people are always going to think of you first. And people think of themselves first. And it ends up being very hurtful. And so my advice is if you love someone and you care about them, consider them. Consider how they would feel in the actions that you take or the decisions that you make. Is what you're doing going to hurt them or is it going to help them? When in doubt, reverse it. They're in your situation. How would you want them to act? How are you going to feel? Until I started reversing situations, I didn't see where I was wrong. And... Surprisingly, there were quite a few situations that I didn't like, and I didn't like how I felt. When I reversed it, I realized this other person is not going to feel good. They're going to feel how I feel. So putting other people first is loving them. Learning about them is loving them. What is it that they like or they don't like? Take the time to appreciate those people in your life. Appreciate the people from your past. Recently, I've been going back and connecting with some former bosses and former managers. um, And we're talking like more than a decade ago. And I'm thanking them for the time that they spent with me, the time that they invested in me the trust that they put into me. At one point in time, I was the sole caretaker of a horse farm that at that time housed 40 animals. And I did it by myself. And it was really hard. (laughs) But I was a kid. I think I was 19, maybe 20 years old. And I worked for a horse trainer, and he and his family went on vacation and left me in charge, and it was cleaning all the stalls, and it was driving the tractor and the manure spreader out to the field. It was throwing hay out in the pastures, cleaning all the water buckets, cleaning the whole barn. It was so much work and then of course because it was a trainer there were horses that needed to be worked Um, so I had horses that I needed to be uh, either lunged or ridden or you know just brushed just handled doing something with them and he trusted me and at the time it was just my job and I look back and I so appreciate him doing that And he said to me, I've never been able to leave this farm. It had been like years since he'd left the farm, since he trusted anyone. And he's like, I went on vacation and was able to relax. Thank you so much. And I stayed in their house and I remember his wife commenting and saying, you left the house so clean. Like the bed was made, everything was ready. And It it didn't occur to me, the trust that they put into me and the work that I put into them, into that position that I had because it mattered to me. My work ethic mattered to me. How they felt about me mattered. The lives of those animals mattered. But I was really thankful for the time that he took to train me and to teach me to do that job and then to trust me to actually get it done. I'm proud of myself for the things that I've done. That job was almost 20 years ago now. And it probably ranks as number one of all time, because it was very exciting. Every day was something new. Every day was difficult in its own way. It came with plenty of challenges. um, But it also came with a lot of fun. And Frank, my boss, I don't remember how he did it. Because, of course, I was a kid. um, But he had a contract with Warner Brothers and we would take horses down to Chicago and film shows, um, movies. I got to be uh, an extra in The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. I was in a Larry the Cable Guy movie. I got to really experience a different side of life because of this opportunity. And I didn't stay. I ended up moving out of state um, to grow up, basically. And I'll never forget those people, though. They meant so much to me. And those horses meant so much to me. And at that time in my life, that was what I was going to do. I was going to be a horse trainer. I was going to ride for the rest of my life. And it just wasn't meant to be. It didn't pan out. It didn't happen. But the lessons that I learned from that, I will carry you with me for the rest of my life and hopefully ingrain into my children as well. So when you have employees under you, the things that you do and the things that you say matter to them. And sometimes you will never know how much Because I don't think Frank ever thought that the things he said to me, the things he taught to me, meant as much as they did. And sure as shit, he didn't think that I was going to teach them to my children. But those are the connections that we never forget. And those are the people that matter. Those are the people who touch our lives. And I didn't work there long. I think it was just over a year. And I left. I moved out of state. I became a flight attendant of all things. And it's just crazy to me to look back at these things in my life that in that moment didn't seem important. They didn't seem like huge points in my life that stood out. But looking back, those matter. Those are moments that I will never, ever, ever forget. And so thank you to my managers and my bosses of the past who valued me. And every day wasn't good. Every day wasn't great. We had some hard times. But that's how you learn. And I hope that I've learned. And I hope that now when that I have employees, that I'm able to show them these lessons. And I'm able to connect with them in some way. Something that matters. We all have to work. We all have to have a job. It's inevitable. We have to have money to survive. But what we don't realize is that we also have to slow down and realize that the people that we're working with are people and they have lives. You're not the main character. I think a little bit of humility goes a long way. And it also goes a long way in showing people grace Because no one's perfect. And we expect perfection out of a lot of people. We expect perfection out of our employees. We expect perfection out of our partners. We expect perfection out of the people that are closest to us. Because they should know what you want, right? Wrong. They're not mind readers. Communicate total transparency with people. And I'm not saying you have to tell everyone the private details of your life because please don't, but communication and opening up a little bit to people goes such a long way. You know, when we are in that position of power, when you are our boss And you can't let your employees know that there's things going on in your life because you have to have this persona of being perfect, right? You're in charge. You're the leader, and the leader doesn't have bad things happen to them. That's not real life. Connecting with people on a level that they understand will take you so much further. It's something that we can all relate to. And it's not making you any less of a person. It's just making you a person. Being humble doesn't mean you're weak. Being humble means you care about other people. I certainly don't love swallowing my pride, but I would rather choke on my mistakes than carry them to my grave. I would rather just be honest and own up to the things that I've done now than live with the burden of those for the rest of my life. Some people, I don't know if they have no problems with that or if they're just so disconnected to everyone else that they don't see that. And that's hard to deal with. Those people are hard to have that relationship and they're hard to connect with but you don't have to like everyone. You should make an effort to get along with everyone. You don't have to like them. You certainly don't have to love them, but treat them with love and treat them with kindness. And There's that old saying that you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And the words of your mouth should be like Honey. And things that you say should attract people. And people want to hear what you say. And it's positive and they love it and they want to come back for more rather than spewing vinegar at people. Because you're not going to attract anyone that way. Personal or professional. Do you remember as a kid there was that saying, and maybe they still say it, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Wrong words hurt. <laughs> That's another one of the lessons that I found out in the last couple of weeks. You guys, this last couple of weeks, I'm telling you, we're gonna have to dive down deep because <laughs> it's, it's been wow, it's been um, an education for sure. And I learned that words hurt, words sting. Once they leave your mouth, you can't take them back. And I mean that for myself, and I mean that for other people, the things that you say really matter. And there was an episode I did, I know I did it uh, not that long ago, Is it kind, is it true, is it necessary? Think of those three things before you say something to someone. Is what you're saying to them kind? Would you want them saying it to you? Is it true? Do you actually feel that way? Is it necessary? Or is it something that you just don't have to say? When we talk about transparency and communication, is it kind, is it true, is it necessary, still goes into play. Because we're not out to hurt anyone's feelings. But maybe the thing that you want to communicate to them, there's a better way of saying it. There's a clearer way of saying it. There's a more truthful way to say it. We just need to be considerate of other people. When you consider other people, you show them that you care. I would love for us to do that exercise. The one where you write down your life story, like you're giving a speech, like it's a documentary about your life. And I want you to think back, Think back to all the times that mattered to you. Think back to the people that mattered to you. What events stand out? What helped shape who you are today? What is helping to define who you are? Was it things that were bad? Or was it things that were good? If you really look back and really think about all the positivity in your life, the things that brought you joy, I think there's going to be a lot more things than you think there are. The more I think back, there certainly is for me. And I think I am so lucky to be where I'm at. And it's, it was not without hard work that's for damn sure. But the people in my life that helped shape me, the people that were there when I needed them the most, the people that were there that trusted me, that built me up, thank you. You guys meant so much to me then and you mean even more now. Because not only am I learning who I am, but I'm discovering who I want to be. Go write your life down, guys. Go outside. Be bold. Be brave. I'll see you next time.